You are now listening to Ascend with Yogi Jazz, the podcast. Y'all, we hit a thousand listeners on the podcast. So again, thank you so much for your support. Some of y'all hit me up telling me who y'all spread it to and who y'all sent it to. So I really love the feedback and I love that y'all are excited to share the information that I want to share with you. So let's talk about healing this episode. We just came out of a Mercury retrograde. Retrograde is when the planet is appearing to move backwards and Mercury retrograde in particular is really big in the cosmos. It is most felt. It's the strongest junction um, cosmically and everyone always talks about how wild stuff gets but it's actually for our benefits. We are, I've had to come to a place (laughs) where I appreciate and anticipate the mercury retrograde and just like letting go and allowing sometimes you know if you're resistant to what happens a lot of endeavors and communication and processes start to break down in order to show you you know what needs to be looked at or what needs to be addressed or how you can grow or to change directions completely and sometimes we're resistant to that so that's the only time you really have a hard time with it but I have decided to embrace it. So retrograde is um, a time of reflection. You really want to get into an interpersonal space. Um, Any astrology column that you look at about it, they pretty much advise you not to take any new endeavors, no new relationships, no new business decisions, no trips, no traveling. I don't follow that rule necessarily, but if there is something really big, a big decision about to happen Whatever is breaking down in my life usually inhibits me from even moving forward with it anyway. So I have to sit and look and just, you know, be still. So we're going to talk about healing spiritually, mentally, and physically. And healing can happen in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's through discomfort. Sometimes it's subconscious manifestation. We create situations that we think we don't want, but our soul needs to evolve And the best way, the way that I like to heal or find healing is seeking it through growth. So we want to make sure that we're healed in all areas. So this is mind, body, and soul. And most of the time, I feel like we tend to focus on each of those in a hierarchy. You could be in order of mind, body, soul, and you're putting your mind first. You're heavy in thought. You're overthinking things. And then you go with the truth of what your body says, your gut feelings, you materialize, you're really present with the third dimension. And lastly, it could be spirit. You're not really in tune with spirit and your purpose and trusting your intuition and understanding what your soul is calling for. And this can be in any order. So I actually got an aura reading. If you haven't gotten an aura reading, it's basically they take a photograph of the colors that your spirit emits. And it lets you know, based on those colors, what you are putting out into the world, essentially. But they also give you this kind of like a a diagram that lets you know the percentage you are, mind, body, and spirit. And it was really interesting because I have been saying for months that I feel so disconnected from my body. I feel like, you know, I fasted and that strengthens my mind and quiets my body. 
And I really, really follow my purpose and that strengthens my spirit over everything. So when I got the aura reading and I looked at it, I was 66% spirit, 24% mind, and only 10% body. And that was a wake-up call for me because ideally you want harmony between the three. You're supposed to be equal parts. Well, not supposed to, but that's what harmony looks like. And when there's any disconnection, this is where things can come up, disease can arise. So what's really a trip is I'm going to tell y'all a crazy story that happened to me. So we'll move into physical healing first. And you you won't believe what I manifested into my life physically that needed to be healed. (laughs) So as I'm feeling this imbalance, I didn't know how to restore the balance. So I subconsciously manifested something that happened that did restore the balance against my conscious will. (laughs) So my partner bought a, a... CBD balm like a salve or whatever and I got a massage with it a couple of nights in a row after those couple of nights I'd say maybe two days after that I started itching like crazy like crazy okay (laughs) and as I scratched welts started to appear three days later From my neck to my ankles, I was covered in welts and a rash. This was itching. This was painful. Too painful to scratch, but itching. Can you imagine? I wasn't able to go to sleep. It was ridiculous. My body was completely on fire. And I was like, what the hell happened? (laughs) And it's like, you know, I knew that... I had to experience something in my body for me to honor it and come back to it and feel it. And oh, how I felt this. So I'm understanding on the spiritual level why this happened, but I needed to know on a physical, topical, scientific level, why did this happen? (laughs) So I'm looking at the ingredients. So the product came from the farmer's market. So I'm like, maybe they use cheap products. Like I'm looking through... I am researching my head off, trying to figure out what's going on. So one thing about me is I am very patient with my body. I'm not the type of person that will go to the emergency room unless it's actually an emergency. I don't, I can calm myself and figure it out. And I also am patient with natural remedies. I don't feel like I need to do something to stop it now. I'm okay. So I'm taking my time on fire still the whole time (laughs) because I know that it's not anything crazy it's just I'm not understanding it's either an allergic reaction or something so I'm looking through all different types of hives and what could cause it and allergic reactions I'm researching you know the possibilities of every single ingredient in there so I knew that going to the emergency room wasn't going to be an option for me or a regular doctor because they're just going to give you a steroid shot. And I am not going to do that. And I didn't want something that was just going to, you know, take it away without giving me the underlining explanation, which any time I've had an experience with an MD, 
they're not looking to figure out the root cause and get to know my body. They're looking to remedy the symptoms. So I did some more research and I actually found a naturopath here in Houston. Her name is Gracie. She's an African woman. And the name of her clinic is Houston Holistic Clinic. Look her up. She's amazing. So I go to her. I explain what happened. She looked at the product. She's like, this is not an allergic reaction. So she wanted to get to the bottom of it. So we actually did a hair DNA test, which I'll give you more information on what that does. But she basically wanted to find out, you know, allergies and everything like that. So I knew I wasn't going to get any relief. I go home. I wasn't satisfied with the idea of hives. So I continued to look. So come to find out, the salve was so heavy that it clogged my sweat glands and caused me to break out into a heat rash. (sighs) Now... I told my cousin, who is one of my very best friends, and she actually studied studied to be a naturopath before, and she was telling me that when she was a little kid growing up, her parents and the people who were raising her were putting Vaseline on her skin as moisturizer, which is not a moisturizer, by the way, and she had that issue, like in the creases of her arms and behind her legs, that it was prickly heat and this rash and it was itchy and that went on for years and they didn't know what that was and you know you can misdiagnose so often or other people can misdiagnose you so often but I just felt like I'm the authority as far as what my body is experiencing and I'm gonna look deeper into it than anyone I could pay in this situation so once I figured it out I realized that the coconut oil I was putting on it to soothe the rash was actually making it worse (laughs) y'all it took two weeks over two weeks two and a half weeks almost three weeks for me to completely get over it it was a nightmare but not only did it bring me back to my body and made me focus on other tools to put into my practice my physical practice to help me stay grounded in my root and sacral and all the lower chakras um, but it inspired me to get more education and to spread more knowledge about getting in touch with your physical health it can be really frustrating trusting other people with your health or something happening and you not being able to explain to yourself why your body is reacting that way. I personally like to feel like I have knowledge readily available and that I can create an environment for my body to heal itself. So let's go into detail about physically healing yourself. So the naturopath that I found, she clipped out a few pieces of my hair which I would have had a heart attack if this was a few years ago, but I'm in a better place. I'm detached. (laughs) So she clipped it out. She sent it to a lab, and it's going to give her years and years and years of information. So what we're looking at as a foundation for understanding my body is finding out my heavy metal toxicity and my mineral deficiencies. The importance of this, first of all, heavy metal toxicity is can cause a lot of issues and mineral deficiency lets you know what you need more of so that you have optimal health. So when you are toxic in certain areas, if you have a deficiency and you're taking, you know, um, vitamins or something for it, if you're too toxic in the area, you're not even absorbing 
the vitamins that you're taking. So it's not even doing anything. So I am plant-based in my diet. And one thing that I've definitely felt a lot lately is that, you know, I can look at all of these bomb recipes and get creative, but I'm like, I want to understand which foods are best for my body, which plants serve me the most. And tailoring my diet to my specific body is just going to really help me with physically healing myself. I do want to be clear that I'm not saying that people should not go to normal MDs. I do respect the medical industry in some respects. More on the testing than the treatment. I do believe that there's a lot of scientific knowledge in testing that is very beneficial to help you get to an understanding about certain things and you know testing to have certain things show up so you know what's going on but I as far as treatment I definitely want to go the natural way but you can integrate both or do whatever is best for you but if you're interested in more than you know band-aids in certain situations and you really want to understand I highly suggest you go visit Miss Gracie um, so a couple of other things that I just want to share with you as far as physical healing that I like to incorporate just to help you feel good. So I've talked about this before, um, saltwater floating, getting in a float pod. There's so many neurological benefits. The sleep is amazing after you're so rejuvenated. Um, the list goes on, but getting that done maybe once a month, twice a month, if you, if you're really lucky. Um, also, of course, yoga, Tai Chi, belly button healing is something that I recently got into. It is um, from Japanese medicine, and there is a studio called Brain and Body Tai Chi, and you can get this done there. This is in Houston as well. Um, so it, they basically, it's this little tool that has handlebars, and they put it in your belly button, and there's this technique that they use to stimulate your belly button. It was amazing. I could feel so much energy travel through my body. So if you have issues with um, really connecting with your body, this is something that can help you. And it also really relieves a lot of anxiety and stress as well. You can also ground yourself in nature. Be in nature as much as possible. Walking around on actual grass you'll be able to connect with the ions from the earth. And lastly, massages. Massages are my favorite thing. Physical touch, so healing, detoxifying, all of that. So yes, that is my spiel on physical healing. Let's move into emotional healing. One of my listeners specifically asked me to do an episode on healing because she just ended a relationship. Now, I did do that podcast about relationships, but I'm just going to give some general brief rules that I like to stick by. <sighs> Release blame and forgive people. That's the thing that really helps you heal is when you can 
stop pointing the finger at the other person, wanting things to be different, wanting an apology, and just accept the situation and forgive them. There is a lot of personal responsibility that we have to have for our own healing. And that's such a contradicting thought because it's like, you did this to me and then I'm responsible to heal from it. The way to get around that thought is to remember that no one is doing anything to you. We actually choose to take things personal. Everyone is operating from their level of consciousness, doing what they need to do for their own process. Yes, we all rub off on each other and affect each other, but you have to really think mindfully about the fact that we're already under illusions. Thinking that you own someone, possession, expectation, all of those things are taught to us and the disappointment from those unhealthy foundations is what leaves us hurting. And I do know that it is much easier said than done, but understanding this concept will really be the starting point for you to have breakthroughs and to move through people, situations a lot easier, more freely, less pain, more lessons. Ultimately, speaking from the higher, the higher self, we want to move more towards compassion. When something happens, finding compassion first before taking it personal or internalizing. How can I hold space and understand why you could not be honest with yourself, therefore you could not be honest with me? How can I hold space for you not understanding what you want, therefore entering a space that was not what you wanted and etc also trusting that everything happens for the greater good you have to have contrast we always don't want to feel bad but where is the growth where is the challenge in always feeling good so just embracing those moments and those times where it doesn't feel so good and also just really acknowledge that we're all the main character in our own lives. Literally everybody else's process has nothing to do with you. Of course, we want to treat each other well. We want to be considerate. We want to be honest and open. Those things are beautiful, but we are human and things don't always go that way. And instead of feeling like someone is out to get you, which even if someone is in a situation where they can say that they did try to get you. That still has nothing to do with you. That's something they have to overcome within themselves and they have deflected their personal growth with you. That's all. Last but not least, let's talk a little bit about spiritual healing. So the best advice that I can give about spiritual healing is to get to know yourself, get comfortable with yourself, spend time with yourself. I remember several times where I would have moments where I'm like, no one is going to understand this. No one is here to see this. No one is here to be proud of this moment. No one is sharing this with me, but I'm sharing this with me and I feel really, really good and just sitting in that happiness alone and appreciating that 
using every opportunity. I read that uh, from Miguel Ruiz that the purpose of every relationship is for you to be reminded of who you are in relation to everyone else. And if you look at every relationship interaction and as an opportunity to get to know you better, that changes everything. Doing things that feel good to you is so healing and so therapeutic. Taking time for yourself. In the female experience, I feel like it was really a challenge to make time for myself. That no one taught me how to do that. My mom got that concept later on in her life, which was right on time for my mid-20s somewhat early 20s um, where she could communicate it to me in a healthy way and I'm so grateful for that journaling talking to yourself meditating remembering to laugh freeing yourself allowing yourself to do the things that make you feel more like you and sometimes that can look crazy from the outside or people may take it personal from the outside but there's no relationship more important than the relationship that you have with yourself. Also, giving. I feel like giving is the key to spiritual healing as well. Giving people things that they can't give themselves. Giving people compassion and love that they can't give themselves. Just pouring out as you're pouring into yourself, of course. Um, bringing plants in nature indoors. We spend way too much time inside. And focusing on balancing your chakras. Chakras are the energetic channels throughout your body. You have seven of them. And one thing that people, I feel like, don't really talk about or maybe understand is that it is important that all of them are free of blocks. Sometimes something will happen. There may be a sexual assault and you're doing so much focusing and work on your sacral but your throat chakra is also blocked because you haven't told anybody you don't feel comfortable expressing the emotions so at the end of the day we have to focus on all of them and clearing all of them so that energy is flowing um, so that actually brings me to an event that I am having tomorrow if you are in Houston we're having another yoga evolution TV and we're going to have Eliza Boquin, who is a relationship and sex therapist and energy healer. She's going to talk to us about the sacral chakra, how to heal it, how to balance energy, desire amongst partnership, um, tools for trauma, healing trauma. She's going to go into a lot of different details. So if you are in Houston, I would love to see you there. It's open discussion style. It is live talk show style. There's giveaways. We're also going to have Maya J, who is a beautiful songstress. She's going to serenade us during the yoga class this time. And we have a whole lot of new vendors. <laughs> so come check it out. Um, other than that, if you guys have any questions for me, comments, concerns, I welcome all of that. Please continue to share and take care of yourself. I love you all. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening in to Yogi Jazz, the podcast. I look forward to sharing content with you in the future. If you would like to connect locally, please reach out. If you would like to bring me to your city, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Yogi Jazz Porter 
or visit www.yogijazzporter.com for all offerings. Namaste.